0: This episode of the Alien Analysis podcast is sponsored by Bluehost. For a huge 70% off their award-winning hosting packages, please use the link in the description. The Alien Analysis Podcast, an unscripted podcast where I go on a quest to find the truth, whatever that may be. I'm your host, Aaron, and this week I want to start by discussing a, a bizarre statement from 2018. Now, first up, re- regarding the date, um, 2018 does seem to be up for debate here. Some reports say 18, some reports say 2017. But with regards to what I want to say today, let's be blunt, the actual year doesn't really make much difference. But the statement uh, that I'm talking about was made by a a lady called Linda Moulton-Ho. And she's a journalist that gave a speech at the Conscious of Life Expo in Los Angeles. And during this speech she said or she made a claim that she'd been told by an unnamed whistleblower that 29 scientists had been killed in China I believe. But the circumstances of their death is what really got my attention because apparently they'd been killed by four AI robots. Well, as you can imagine, uh, upon hearing this, my brain went off on one and I started... Well, that's the obvious question. What the hell is going on here? This has got to be fake. Why have we not heard of this? Because what we're talking about here, or what we're uh, led to believe, is that four military robots that were being dismantled or in the process of being dismantled for an undisclosed reason had killed the scientists and to be more specific i believe at the the point this happened three were pretty much fully dismantled but the fourth that was in the process of being dismantled apparently accessed the internet And on its own accord, researched and learned not only how to reassemble itself, but to reassemble itself better, stronger. Now, first up, what all this means is kind of left to our imaginations. I can find nothing that gives us uh, a solid or complete description of what these robots would have looked like. A lot of uh, the the few news articles or blog posts I can find on this subject tend to show pictures of humanoid robots. A bit like, uh, what's that movie, I, I Robot. But we could be talking about some kind of, I, I don't know, like remote control car fitted with guns, a, a drone with a missile launcher. I, I don't know. Nothing makes it perfectly clear and as for how the the robot managed to assemble itself or reassemble itself i don't know again if it was human i did it still have its arms and was capable i don't know picking up a fucking screwdriver or something or you know was it assembled by some kind of uh, another robot an assembly robot that this individual robot controlled of its own accord and Look, I I honestly don't know. This is the problem with this particular statement. It comes with very little information and is somewhat lacking in facts. But my real issue is, as said already, is that there's little to no reporting on this. I, I mean complete and utter tumbleweed. Additionally, since the actual, the event, the statements made by this lady... There's been no real follow-up to it. I believe, I hear rumours that she's actually even deleted it from her YouTube channel. And it's all of this that really is used by a lot of people to call this a, a fake. Done for some kind of publicity stunt. But my issue, and my real problem here is that there is no proof. There's nothing, there's nothing out there whatsoever. We are relying purely on the words of this individual, this lady. But unlike what some people say, that this type of technology just doesn't exist or is not possible. Well, that to me is not strictly true. Because these types of things do exist. They are proven, we've seen them, we've seen documentation and in some instances video evidence of intelligent, highly capable robots. The Turkish government, for example, apparently have uh, self-guiding AI drones capable of hunting down an individual target and, I don't know what the word is, but eliminating them without any human input whatsoever we just tell them who to go and kill and although that's uh, a rumor it does come with some evidence it comes with some facts so what is out there what do we have or what does our governments have in the way of AI robots AI technology who knows and this is why this story or or the statement this lady made is highly possible or the events within it are highly possible and you see one of my other beliefs or one of the things i've come to understand over my years of research in subjects is that when something isn't spoken about or talked about in any way whatsoever and what i mean here is that you don't get the the news articles the coverage even even if they're just taking the piss we tend to find out years down the line that the the original story holds at least some if not complete fact that the event did happen now, I think it's probably, it's quite important I explain something here when I say the event did happen. I'm talking about the original event happened. You need to ignore or, or strip away the sensationalism part. The, the sensational part that some individuals out there will add to create an incredible story. And if you do that, you will find, that, like I say, the, the base story is fact. It's true. It really Happened. And when you think about it, it makes perfect sense and would make perfect sense in this circumstance. You have uh, a government, a, a military, or a scientific body backed by these individuals developing some form of, str- well, straight out of the movies, AI robotic killing machines. However, an accident happens, one goes haywire and, like we see in the movies, starts killing humans. Well, let's be blunt. If that happened, if this genuinely happened, they're going to want to keep this very, very fucking quiet. Because it would literally mean the end of that project. could Could you imagine the public outroar if this became knowledge? There would be demands to will not only shut down this particular project, but I'm fairly sure there would be some very strong demands to know what our governments are up to. And when you consider this, you can see why we would not hear something, or we would not be told that this type of incident had happened, and therefore be reliant on An internal whistleblower. So when we consider this particular lady's statement. It actually rings very true. Or possibly rings very true. Now with that said. I I must admit I'm not overly convinced by this statement. But it does pose a, a very good question of... If this type of thing did happen, would we honestly ever find out? How many crazy projects have gone drastically wrong that we never heard about? But look, I mean I had to bring this one up. It was I don't know, or five four, five years ago now, but I'd never heard of it before, and like I say, for me part of what this podcast is about is about discussing the the things I come across that I find interesting. With this one I'm not sure I completely believe it. But unlike what so many people say, I don't agree that it's just not possible. Now, the main topic I really want to get into this week is well, to discuss Hitler, the Nazis and the numerous connections made to extraterrestrials. I mean there has been huh, numerous movies, TV series and various other things that portray the Nazis as having uh, UFOs. Bases on the moon. And a strong connection with life on other planets. And you can see Why? It's not a secret, it's a proven and known fact that Hitler was absolutely obsessed with anything paranormal. And during uh, the latter part of World War II, the Nazis did make some very sudden and, and dramatic technological leaps. And it has to be said that Look, although some of these uh, inventions or these, this move forward in technology today may seem fairly normal. For the time, they were incredible. They were huge steps. The Nazis were not only planning, but experimenting with incredible craft. And like I said, these weren't just ideas. In a lot of instances, there is proof they were trying to Build and make these things work. Some never actually got beyond uh, just the drawing stages. While others actually made it into the real world. And were used. you got to remember during World War 2. Or the latter years of World War 2. The Germans. Well. They created the world's first ever ballistic missile. The first ever uh, fighter jet. Jet propelled fighter plane used in combat, and they were also in the process, or the rumor is they were in the process of uh, developing the world's first mono-wing stealth plane, this is decades before the U.S. B-2 bomber, none of this is uh, made up, none of this is sensationalism, these things existed, there is so much evidence out there, documents, Eyewitness statements, genuine proven stuff. No one's debating these things. Go and do the search yourself, you will find that the Nazis were developing and looking to create incredible weapons that were way beyond anything the Allied forces had. I mean they had or the Nazis had an entire town called Penomundo that was basically just a A city devoted to the research of advanced tech. And stationed here were quite a number of uh, German's top scientists. That pushed on a daily basis for technological advancements. And to give you a rough idea of the the scale of this place. It's estimated that around 200 to 250,000 uh, prisoners of war etc were used as slaves at this location the downside of all of that is the fact that these slaves were killed by the nazis when they were no longer capable of working all done just to keep what was being developed there a, a secret you got to understand this is where weapons such as the v1 and v2 bombs came from and in reality, the, the place where the, the space race, the, the space rocket started. This is where Von Braun, the, what some classes uh the father of the space race, was actually based. And when we talk about the, the V1 and V2 uh, rockets, bombs, I don't know exactly how to class them. But what we need to consider here is that the V1 alone was a huge huge step forward, and the V2 was, well, I mean, the V2 was ridiculous, it, it really was decades ahead of where, or what the ally believed the the Nazis were capable of, I said myself that, how, what, who gave them the ability to take such large steps, and I've hypothesized that Maybe an extraterrestrial connection isn't so far-fetched. What also came out of Mundo was the Typhoon ground-to-air defense missile. Again, this is something that is way right ahead of its time. And although today would be considered quite normal, we're all aware these things exist at this point in time. This technology was so advanced the. Many agree, many scientists, military, analysts, etc. agreed that if they had managed to get these out on the field, it would have turned the war dramatically into the favourite of the Nazis. The outcome of the war could have been very, very fucking different. But where this all gets really interesting for us is it's been proven The evidence is there that the Nazis were trying to develop and were actually testing vertical takeoff craft, including numerous projects for what we would call today, or what we do call today, a Nazi UFO, a flying saucer. Again, this is not debated, numerous plans and documents have been found, along with eyewitness statements of tests things that actually happened and as part of these uh, tests these projects we also see records and proof of new propulsion systems it is well documented that the nazis were working on what was basically cast as a matter transformation propulsion device in short and, and as i always say i'm no scientific expert but the easiest way of explaining this is apparently it harnessed or utilized the natural turbulence found in water or air and gave them in reality a completely fuelless engine on top of this there are rumors proof i'm I'm not quite sure how to categorize it but There are some stories out there about the Nazis developing a a motor or engine that doesn't push a vehicle through the air, but pulls it through the air. And when we think about both of these types of engines, we've heard rumours about these recently. No, in fact, that's wrong. We've heard rumours about these individual types of devices for decades now. So anyway, look, the thing is this. The Nazis had numerous UFO, flying saucer, circular aircraft projects underway. This is not disputed. It's fact. They were doing these things. They were trying to create these craft. And the thing that's always bothered me with this is why so many? Why not focus all your attentions on one effort? And what was it about UFO flying saucer shapes that the Nazis thought was going to give them the answer? Had they witnessed something? Had they captured something as so many people suggest? Did the Nazis have a f- alien, an extraterrestrial flying saucer? That's That's the difficult question though, isn't it? Because, like I say... <laughs> There's enough evidence, there's enough proof out there to prove they had flying saucers or they were experimenting with them. But how far have they got? Where did this technology come from? This is where it gets somewhat more complicated. Because as I said, there's enough people out there on YouTube and all the usual outlets that suggest this strong extraterrestrial connection. That there is absolutely no way the Nazis could have taken these huge step forwards without some form of assistance. But in most of these cases, or most of these individuals are again just sensationalizing. Taking facts and saying that it has to be extraterrestrial because there's no other answer. Unfortunately there is. And that answer is, is that The Germans, the German scientists were just very clever people, well ahead of their time. But anyway, then we get to the end of the war. And many wars say that uh, the fact that the Allied forces managed to bring the war to an end before Germany successfully completed many of these projects was the only reason Germany didn't win. If you look at a, a comment or statement by a gentleman called Sir Roy Fedden. He worked for the, the British ministry that was involved in basic, I don't know, the, the clear up afterwards. He stated that if Germany had prolonged the war just a little bit longer, they could have had radical aerial weapons. This means that he believed Germany were very, very close To getting these things in the air. Things that many believe would have turned the tides. Would have given us a very different outcome. But it's important to understand that at this point there was no extraterrestrial connection. This connection is a a slightly more modern theory developed over years. However, (laughs) it has to be said that it's not unfounded, because a leading German scientist, who worked for the Nazis, I believe he was even based at Panamundo, well he turned around and said that we cannot, so he's talking about the, the Nazis here, we cannot take credit for our advancements, we were helped, and when he was asked who, who had helped the Nazis, his response was shocking, he said people of other worlds, von Braun also hinted at this, and the simple fact remains is these are scientists, very very intelligent scientists, and not the sort of people to make these types of claims lightly, From my experience of the scientific community, they want to take claim, be responsible for their inventions. Like, I I, I don't know, I don't know these German scientists personally, of course. I don't know what their characteristics were like. But they are basically saying that a species from another planet helped them develop these as the germans called them wonder weapons and that fact is what gives the the nazi extraterrestrial connection any form of credibility forget everything else forget all the other details and information that some put forward this is the one simple fact this is the only thing that means it it could be genuine That the Nazis made advancements based on alien support technology. Now another part of this topic that I hear quite often is talk about a Nazi Antarctic base. And the fact that this base is apparently the the staging base or the home base for the Nazi UFOs. Well a, a couple of things to make clear here. The Nazis did go to the Antarctic. That's fact. That's accepted by all and well documented. However, the existence of a a secret Antarctic Nazi base is totally unproven. And many witnesses have clearly stated that the Nazis were there for two main reasons. One was land claims. Uh, Apparently they dropped. I don't know. I think it's described as metal flags or markers onto areas of ground to claim them but the other was also the ongoing fight to obtain whale oil which we all know was heavily used in this time to make several types of product and it wasn't just the nazis trying to obtain this stuff most countries at this time were doing the same they were or the nazis were there for a, although no not A great reason, but they were there for a genuine reason. And any claims that the Nazis had a a secret UFO military base there are pure conjecture. That there's nothing to support this. There's no, no, no proof out there whatsoever. It's just an individual's words. Now, one thing that has always bothered me when it comes to this subject, particularly when you... To say that an alien race gave or helped Hitler and the Nazis become technologically advanced. You see, if you're gonna say that, if you're gonna say that an alien race did give Hitler and the Nazis the knowledge to build wonder weapons, then what you are saying is that this alien race wanted to help him. (laughs) I mean. That's, that absolute that, that completely blows my fucking mind, because what does that mean? If you're gonna sit there and say that an alien race is benevolent, well, why are they helping a guy we call a nutcase try and overthrow the world? Does that mean this race was up to no good? Were they using Hitler to try and... I don't know, instill their own plan and they take over the world. I, did they see something in Hitler? We don't. I mean, Christ's sakes, I, I hate even saying those words. To give that guy any credit for anything he did is poor. It, it's crap. But based on an alien race or this particular alien race's theory or culture... Was Hitler, I don't know, I, like I said, I hate using these words, but was he, in their opinion and under their rules, right in what he was doing? I don't know. I mean, please understand, I'm not saying what Hitler did was right by any stretch of the imagination. The guy was a fucking arsehole, for Christ's sakes. But if we're to turn around and say that an alien race was helping them, Why? Why would they do that? It can't be for a good reason. Or based on our uh, culture, based on our sensitivities, it it can't be for a good reason. And I think this is why whenever I discuss or think of this topic or listen to other people's opinions, I always tend to favour that these advancements were more about very, very clever people. Or, maybe one clever person, because, no, no, I say one, but maybe a group, but i I tell you where my train of thought is now. Von Braun, he always seems to have been connected and around sudden leaps in tech. This was the guy that created the V1 and V2 for the Nazis. He was heavily involved, or, I don't know, I think some people say he was the number one guy responsible for the NASA moon landings. When we say was it influenced by aliens? Well, did he? Was he influenced by a, an extraterrestrial race? And he just used the likes of the Nazis and, and NASA <laughs> basically to pay the bills. And to be uh, be honest, I prefer that to the fact that an alien race or an extraterrestrial race was helping Hitler and the Nazis. I hate the thought of that being possible. It's got so many negative connotations to it. And I think I honestly try and avoid accepting it as a a fact or a possibility just out of basically fear of of what that means. At least with uh, the thought that scientists such as von Braun were in contact with an extraterrestrial race means that at least We're not talking about extraterrestrials trying to help some nutcase murder people in their millions and overthrow the entire planet. But anyway, as we all know, the Germans, the Nazis lost the war. And it was actually after the war that a lot of the the German scientists, the likes of von Braun, etc., ended up working for the U.S., As previously said, it was Von Braun and his uh, work that helped NASA go into space, perform the moon landings. And I've even heard numerous suggestions that Roswell was actually more about the Americans copying Nazi UFO tech than anything to do with a, a captured extraterrestrial vehicle. And when you think about it, it, it kind of makes sense. Well, the timelines do. Because Roswell happened less than two years after the end of World War II. It all makes perfect sense. Like, like I've already said, it's facts. The Nazis were trying to build flying saucers. There's proof, there's documents, there's eyewitness accounts from both sides. The Germans and the Allied forces that contest to this. How far they'd got, well, that's another topic. But at the end of the war, when the Nazis uh, were finally at the, the, the point of losing the war once and for all, again, there is witness statements and documentations that basically prove that the Nazis did everything they could to destroy any prototypes and and documentation in an attempt to stop the Allied forces getting hold of anything. As far as we know, or as far as I can tell, this happened. This is genuine. Well, maybe they didn't destroy everything. Maybe the Americans actually got their hands on something. Shipped it back to the US, based it at Roswell. And during its first test flight, when they managed to, I don't know, reverse engineer what the Nazis had started, they crashed it. And this became Roswell, the most famous UFO event on this planet. And when I think about it, it's also really important to say that, you know, the fact that the Allied forces managed to end the war before Hitler and his gang did get any of this stuff to fully work is absolutely fucking massive. It is scary as hell to think of where we might be today if they had finished something. If one of these wonder weapons had been completed and, and put it into the field, it could have resulted in the Nazis overthrowing the entire world. And again, when you think about that, the fact that you know, the American government, other governments around the world, have accepted the fact that, or at least acknowledged the fact that if the Nazis had have completed some of this stuff, the outcome would probably have been very different, tells me that they're going to want to emulate this. They're going to want to try and complete these projects and have that power. Now, it's safe to say the The connections between World War II, the Nazis, and UFOs is huge. Nobody can deny there's something there. I can clearly see why the the theories, the the rumours exist. But the question as to where the Nazis got their knowledge from actually has a huge impact on UFO sightings. Because... The timelines and everything else do suggest there is a strong possibility that the UFO sightings we see from the the 50s, 60s, maybe into the 70s and 80s could and probably were leftover Nazi tech experiments and prototypes that the US and other countries were trying to copy to reproduce. It explains a lot. And gives a genuine, of this earth, explanation for UFO sightings. And actually, I need to clarify something here. What I'm talking about is these more uh, clear-cut UFO flying saucer sightings. I'm not talking about the lights in the sky. The other type of sighting that I think if you follow me, you know drives me bloody mad. The sort where it's, you know, star in the sky, UFO, planet, UFO, uh, aircraft, UFO. <laughs> this this constant stream of any light in the sky whatsoever is an alien, <laughs> an extraterrestrial visitor. But anyway, look, getting back on quickly. What I'm talking about here is the fact that a lot of the, the more solid, visually detailed sightings, images, etc. of flying saucers could be, and I mean very strongly could be, just US copying ancient or war, World War Two Nazi tech. It genuinely explains a, a hell of a lot. If Nazi tech was just uh, created by brilliant minds, then it could be said that all UFO sightings, flying saucers, have absolutely nothing to do with ETs. And of course, you know, when we talk about these things, people often talk about the the government cover-ups. Well, this is secret tech. Of course, they're going to cover it up. I think that goes without saying. Actually, when I think about it, I'm basically backing myself into a bit of a corner here, aren't I? I'm kind of saying that UFO sightings aren't real, and here's the proof. But I'm not, because it's just one side of a coin, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, we could as easily say that, like I said, the the technology was stolen, or, or the Nazis found something. We often hear... Stories and rumours about governments finding alien tech. To to store it and try and copy it. Could this. Is this what happened during the war? When Hitler had all these guys out there. Looking for the paranormal as a way of winning his war. Did they genuinely stumble across a, a long lost UFO. An alien vehicle. And as regards to an extraterrestrial race actually giving Hitler and the Nazis this this knowledge, then that means like I say, they were happy to help one of the most evil people that ever walked this earth. To take over the planet, to take over the earth. And I don't know, this is probably just me thinking with my heart and not my head, but I can't believe this would be true. I can't believe an alien species would come all the way here to do that. I've said it before, if they've got the technology to travel here, they've got the technology to basically take over this planet at will. We're no match. To give the Nazis the the ability to do it for them, or, or just for the sheer shits and giggles of it, I, I don't know. Like I say, this is probably talking from the heart here and hoping that any extraterrestrial race out there would be so far advanced that they're beyond all this petty war and possessions and power madness that we just seem to love on this planet. But look, my final word on this subject is, were the Nazis in direct contact with an alien species? i Really don't think so. Was Von Braun and other scientists? Well, potentially yes. They, like I said, in some of their statements, they seem very much aware of the outside influence, the outside help. All I can say is that I am very confident in saying that somebody within the Nazi regime was in contact with somebody. That somebody was either knowingly or unwittingly given them the ability to make advancements, but that's just my opinion, until we get told the truth, then that's all it can be, just as I say, (laughs) my opinion. Now to finish up this week, um, I just want to get on to a couple of reports that I've been talking about recently, and this is all to do with the Congressional hearings and the what is now supposedly supposed to be the updated annual report to Congress on UFO sightings. And once again, in the process of putting this episode together or getting the notes together for this episode, I've looked, searched and can find absolutely nothing again. I, I, do you know what? I've... This is going to say, I don't know, probably big headed, but I hate being fucking right. I hate the fact that I've said the whole way through that I'm probably going to be disappointed again, that we're going to get nothing. And once again, it's it's looking that way. It looks like, you know, it's the same situation. We never get anything. I'm almost waiting for the report to come out, basically feeding us a, a load of bullshit and Like I said, not providing us any information of any use. And there's bugger all we can do about this because there's no point shouting about it. Because to change things, we need the population as a whole to say we demand the truth. And frankly, there's not enough people out there that care. Most people just don't care enough. And with that said, I'm going to call it an episode for this week. I'd like to thank you for listening and please do hit that subscribe button for me. It really, really does help. And remember, the truth exists for those prepared to hear it. However, it might not always be what you want to hear. And with that said, I look forward to speaking to you next time. Until then, I'm Darren and this is Alien Analysis Podcast.